0: Ready to go? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. What's good, guys? Welcome back to Soul Sunday, the podcast that entertains, educates, inspires, and feeds your soul. I'm your host, Jade Aisha, and this week we're back with another juicy little conversation. So, as usual, I'm joined. Hello. Hi. (laughs) I'm joined by a new guest. He's come to spice up the podcast. So, I was reading a Carla's book, Race and Class, in the Ruins of Empire, I think it's called. And he was talking about how the fact that all his boys grew up in areas like Tottenham and how they were all basically working class. They came from working class backgrounds. Um, they were all literally living on bread line. And it was interesting to see how the different opportunities that all of them got in life shaped who they became and how they broke out of that, that class. Because he was teaching in a school and one of the boys was saying to him how he's never going to be able to grow up and be this and never going to grow up to be that. Like, we're all just going to be poor forever. Like, the system's against us. And he was like, nah, giving him this pep talk. But he was like, deep down, he knew majority of those boys in that room are never going to grow up to be what they want to be because the system is against them. And he felt like such a joke, basically, trying to give these boys this pep talk, knowing full well that the system is going to bring them down. And probably only two out of the, let's say, 10 boys that were in that class actually gonna get out of it. And he was like, majority of the boys nowadays that he sees working in like youth work, um, doing in like youth work and this, that, and the other, they either go into music, they go into football, or that's it. He was like, or they go into a normal nine to five and end up working through the system in that way and still somehow getting trapped and end up living on breadline if not in poverty. So, do you believe that? Do you believe... (laughs) No, 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 I'm interested. I'm interested to know because I'm a firm believer on, like, having to think outside of the box. Obviously, I'm a big believer in the fact that there is a system and it is working against us. Me being black, I feel like I'm still at the bottom of the food chain. So, but I still feel like we're doing well. Like, as black people, I feel like there's a lot of, like, people out there that are representing, but not just black people, just people in general, do you feel like majority of people that are working class will stay working class for the rest of their life?
1: Yeah, I do. I do because I feel like, again, number one, with what Akala was saying, options or opportunities are limited. So... All of us in working class, if we want to get out of it or strive to do better, we've got to work twice as hard as the average person because we're coming from further down to get up. Also... What do you mean
0: by twice as hard? Like, as in. Okay, so say
1: for example, if me coming from where I come from grow up, grew up poor, and another kid comes from another family but they're not poor you know their their family their mum and dad are working they've got income they've got you know the latest this the newest that and whatever else moving forward in life they're gonna have a better opportunity than I do do you
0: you know what just as a contradiction there yeah I feel like the middle class are just the working class with more money (laughs) Okay. I still feel like they're right. they're yeah, in yeah, debt. Yeah. Like majority okay. of middle class have one job, yeah, or maybe a little side hustle that comes through with a little piece of change. Yeah, they're still in debt with because their cars, majority of their cars are on finance. They're just nicer cars on finance. Yeah, majority of them have a debt because they have a mortgage. Granted, I'm not disputing like, anyone um, that's got we'll a house. Spend more yeah, that's, that's I still feel same. like
1: so you're in the same position. Yeah, like, really. do you know what it is? It comes down to mindset. But I feel like you can be born into money and still not have a money management mindset Mm. and you can be born without money and still have a millionaire mindset and that to me is what will determine where you kind of go in life but you will find more times out of 10 that in poor communities there is a poor man mindset so when poor man mindset reproduces it teaches poor man mindset yeah then that poor man mindset (laughs) reproduces and teaches more poor man mindset and people that say that do have money or, or are at a higher class okay not all of them are taught because a lot of them i say a lot of them let me tell you a story just going on a tangent real quick i know a millionaire who's got two sons one of the sons is also a millionaire the other son is a junkie.
0: Yeah.
1: So they both started with the same fundamentals. They were both given a, a base, like, yeah. yo, you take this, you take that, go off, do your thing. One of them just wanted to enjoy, 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 like, yeah, I've got my dad's money, I haven't got to worry. But the other one was like, right, how can I better this and how can I make more? Yeah. So it comes down to mindset. And I would say nine times out of ten, the environment that you're from originally – be the mindset that you're more inclined to have but no that's not necessarily always true
0: no it's not always true I was listening to um a podcast the other day with Stephen Barlett and he was interviewing the guy that made you know Klarna the buy now pay later sort of scheme whatever and his was exactly the same came from money his dad was an alcoholic and his dad like pissed all the money down the drain basically but because he had come from that he ended up being an alcoholic funny enough But because he was like, no, we can't go back to that situation, he managed to pull himself out of it. Um, But that's so much strive and
1: dedication and just, you know, so much like I do not want, it's passion. That's what it is. Passion drives people. And when you've had it hard, you can really, you either become susceptible to it and you think, yeah, okay, this is, you know, standard and you'll put up with it. Or there's just like a certain drive that you get that no one else gets because you're so desperate to get out of where you come from or get out of the situation that you're in. So,
0: where? but where Where do you go? Do you know what I mean? Like, where, where do you go to find this? What, your drive? Like, how, because to me, if you don't know different, you ain't going to want different. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm missing out on. You know? like until I engaged with certain people, went to certain places, whatever, I don't know, like certain things were were a thing. Do you, does that make sense? Yeah, no, of course. So like where course. where does that come from? I'll tell you one thing. My mum's idea of dining out is going to Nando's. Yeah? If my mum's like, let's have a takeaway, let's treat ourselves. Nando's is fine dining to my mum So Nando's was fine dining to me When I was younger Do you know what I mean And then as I got older And I ventured out And whatever And I started going out With my friends And my friends that were Let's say middle class They went to better places And I'm like Right I need a piece of this Like do you know what I mean And that's where My palette changed
1: But Yeah but You can In our generation Information Is everywhere So you'll find these things Everywhere all you've got to do is go on your phone and you can find the answers to any question anyone's ever
0: asked on Google. Yeah, more but it, I don't feel like so, it, it comes that simply to people, though. Do you get okay, what I mean? It, it
1: could be little things. Like, say, for example, you haven't got to live in a nice a nice house, but you'll still drive past a nice house and go, wow, that house is really nice. And from the time you do that as a child and you keep doing that and you keep admiring houses, as you grow up, your mindset is going to be on the, like... Now, how do I get one of those houses that I used to drive past all the time and I really, really liked and admired and looked up to? Looked up to? Yeah, do you get it? Because you looked at it. So when you're saying where'd you get that from, you'll get that from day to day, innit? You'll I see that I, on, on your daily you I don't think everyone does. When you don't think everyone does? No, I
0: don't. I, ge- I generally don't. I think we have that. Do you know what I mean? I looked at that.
1: Yeah, no, not everyone has a drive. You know, some people are so complacent. Really, really, really. (laughs) I'm so complacent. (laughs) Yeah. Like big boys, 60 years old, getting up at 9 a.m. or being at work for 9 a.m. to do their Sunday Tesco shift. Like, they love it. They live for it. But we need people like them. So, credit to you, Lot. But some people actually enjoy it. Like, they actually get fulfillment from doing that. And
0: damn right they should because we need them in it. We need people like that. No, I feel. I feel like our generations' mindset. I feel like I've mentioned our generations every podcast. I've done, but I feel like there's a there's a whole revelation going on. Like I feel like we're in a big shift. I don't know if anyone else feels this energy, yeah. But I feel like there's this big shift, and it's it's Gen Z, man. Gen Z are one hundred percent. You look <laughs> You look Oh my god. Gen Kicked Z, Z are door. coming for it. Yeah. And, yeah but i said okay let me not say gen z yeah because the millennials are doing their thing, and it no, no 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 i feel like watched. millennials are leave us alone
1: <laughs> i feel we're like, like oh let me tell you why up. yeah
0: because think, in the towel. when you think about it half of these let's let's use like influencers and youtubers for example yeah a lot of these that have been doing it for what eight ten years they started a long time ago do you know what, mm. what i mean we're only just seeing the results of what they're doing now when you think of people like patricia bright i've been watching us since i was like 12 years old do you know what i mean and some people I only know just discovered her. But I'm like, we've watched her come up. Like So I would say these lot have been doing their thing. Do you know what I mean? They're still... But Gen, Gen Z are coming hard. Like. No,
1: I feel like, yeah, with all due respect to Gen Z, yeah, you're not that great. Do you know what it is? It's just the times that you lot are living in are so much more easy and advanced for you because we're okay me and you're only three months apart so it's wild yeah like <laughs> we're talking about <like> we're decades <laughs> apart but like for for the gen z and the, from at the different spectrum to me so there's a couple years between us yeah where they was at 13 was not where i was at 13 or anyone else around me was at 13 because we didn't have like the likes of technology and internet and the way that we have it now yeah so these lot are already advanced. You lot already are way ahead of us when we was at your time or in the same age back yeah, then, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. The world is changing. And because you lot are here for that new wave, <laughs> you lot just perfect timing, isn't it? And I think you're special. You lot just here, happen to be here at the right time. Back in the day, you know, like even YouTube, you can't make money off YouTube. So all these rappers that were doing their thing, yeah like but you lot you lot just yeah how does it feel to be god's favorite I me, please, please. how does it
0: feel do you feel like um this is going off on a slight little little tangent but i still feel like it's relevant do you feel like a degree is overrated i want to say no because all
1: my people have got degrees and i want to be like yeah no, she but, your no but i want to i want to know secretly i don't know I don't know. I feel like if I was to speak on that, I'd be speaking from a naive perspective because I don't have a degree. I know, but and, that's why I asked and, you because I yeah, do, but, so yeah, we but, can
0: we can go back and forth. I feel like yeah, it's a fair conversation. Okay, but because I can sit and it, tell you why you need one. Yeah, but, you yeah, get what I mean? exactly. But it depends, innit?
1: I don't feel like I need one in in with what I do with my life, but I wouldn't tell people don't don't go. Yeah, man, go get your fucking. I mean, can I swear. Your, go, go degrees, everyone man. does this! Well, <laughs> everyone's like, can I swear? <laughs> well, can I'll we? Sweat. Yeah. Okay, all right, then. Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, everyone go get
0: your degrees and that. So you, you don't think degrees are overrated?
1: No, 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 I'm not. Do you
0: know what? No, I
1: don't. I don't. And do you know why I don't think degrees are overrated? Because I have sat and I've watched you lot. Yeah, all my close people, everyone around me has got a degree. Big up, you lot, you lot, did your thing. I have sat there and watched the amount of work, effort, time, sweat, tears, and and all this, yeah, that you lot put into that work to come out at the other side. And it's long, you know. That's a long-ass commitment. Three years. Uh, three years, four years. And a bag of debt. Like, nah, big up, you lot. Because that takes a lot. You've got to be a special type of person to, to start that and see it through to the end and do
0: well. so So, nah not overrated no way i read the other day that 35 percent of 20 to 30 year olds drop out of uni within the first month that's a lot yeah i'm not surprised because they feel like they don't need the degree not because it's hard oh because they feel like they don't need the degree that fascinated I dep- me. I think
1: it depends who you are. Because with all due respect, look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates dropped out of college.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't think he's got a degree. And if, he, <laughs> and, and if he if he does, he went back for it when he was older and more mature and knew that he could sit there and handle it and then, or knew what he was doing. But he dropped out of college. And man's one of the richest people. So in his perspective, he will turn around and tell you, well... I, do, I didn't need a degree. Yeah. But he's not you and you ain't he and everyone's on a different path. No, 110%. And and, it, it just, and depends depends what you're trying it just to- fascinated
0: me because I feel like society, for me, growing up, told me I needed to go in that path. There was no yeah. one sitting and going, you have to go to uni. But you get what I mean, that yeah, society's yeah, pressures yeah. and whatever and, and norms tells you that you leave school, you go to college or sixth form and you go to uni and you get a degree and you get a quote-unquote good job. But what 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 do you, what do you class as a good job? Where what what it's mark? Subjective. What mark is that? Do you get what I mean? What at what point do you go right? I've got a good job now. Like where where it is depend- that? Depend- what is that it- definition? Okay, but it depends what you're looking for in a job.
1: For example, some people like to feel useful, so it is it, subjective. I could go off and, and and tell you how different people would feel about different things, but that's got to make some sort of sense to you that is subjective because some people to them a good job would be cool I get to work from home all day yeah you know so I've got that luxury of being at home that to me is a good job but some people like to get up put on a suit feel good about themselves go into an office a nice office and then they say I've got a nice job some person might work a say Tesco's again <laughs> yeah. and, and they work with like a really lovely bunch of people so for them they have a good job yeah as long as it's stable money's coming in and whatever key things you want from life or your job yeah. you have then it's a good job you could go from cleaning windows to scrubbing floors like everyone's different everyone's so, gonna find a good job in my something.
0: next thing going off that is Going back to the degree thing, yeah. And I say this about the degree is, is it overrated? Because obviously when you're, when you come from a working class background, it's very unlikely that you, I mean, it's actually quite a lot more common now um, because they've made it a lot more accessible, but before it was very unlikely that anyone from working class background went to uni um, or even stuck it out for the free as if they did get there.
1: And that, no, but that's probably because they couldn't
0: afford to To go. To go To go and N- and maintain it. Not yeah,
1: but not because they couldn't afford the debt, but because they couldn't afford to not work.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Bills have to get paid. Yeah. People have to eat. No, a hundred, hundred and ten percent. So my point being, do you have to go to uni to get a good job? Because you're saying these no, little, little, no. little, little factors. Thing. And then, so, is a degree overrated? Because what if we're just looking for a good job in is order to sustain these, these things that we feel like we need as individuals, is a degree overrated? Do we need this degree to go and get this good job if you can get these well, little... Well, it
1: depends on what you define as a good job. My brother did an apprenticeship, yeah, and I find it funny because... When he when he first started working, obviously, because it was an apprenticeship, they paid him, like, £3.30 an hour. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, I'd have laughed at him. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure people must have been like, I right, told people to go and do an apprenticeship and they're like, why? Chill out with £3.00 an hour. You know, like, my bro is on, like, 80K a year now.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was only, that hasn't even been 10 years. or I'm not too sure. But, wow, like, do you get it? The growth. He ain't got a
0: degree. So yeah. for him and he said he's got a good job, he's doing well. Can I ask you a question though? Has your brother been in the same type of job for that amount of time? Yeah. He hasn't switched around no. or whatever. No. So another thing that I was uh, reading about was the fact that uh the generation now, Gen Z, are not sticking in job. Because we're we gotta say we're I'm not even a Gen Z, but I'm I'm
1: hearing it. We're a, we're a disposable generation. We're in a generation of, if something gets broken, throw it away and get a new one. So, therefore, if you don't like your job, pack it in and get a new one. Yeah. Not stick it work hard, grow further, get higher. Da-da-da. It's like, nah, man, out with the old, in with the new. And yeah. that's just us as a, as a generation, as how we are right now. Yeah, no, 100 110%. And I think that's why people don't people don't stick in jobs. We get bored. And rather than just seeing something through, like back in the days, they would because they didn't. I feel have like we've a choice. got a lot of lot of options now. That's as well. what it is. It's too many options. It's too many options.
0: I feel like back in the day, a good job was like being supervisor of Tesco's, and not that there's anything wrong with that now. But yeah. I'm saying like that. that was, what, that was that it. That was idolized. Yeah, that that was it. Like if you talk about my nan, yeah, when my nan talks about her jobs, and she was like, I was the supervisor of this store. I was the, the ever at that store, and I'm like. Yes, nan, you get to that £12 an hour. Like, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that was that was it. And now you talk to a younger generation and they're like, this job can make you 45K. Like, this girl's making this on OnlyFans. This girl does this on YouTube. Like, my nan still thinks it's fascinating that I can sit and watch a 20-minute video of someone making, like, avocado on toast or whatever. They get 10,000 views and they get paid for that. Like, do you know what I mean? She doesn't get the concept of vlogs and this, that and the other because to her... You went to your nine to five every day, and you stuck it out for the twenty years or whatever, so you could be on yeah, that wall of fame we as the supervisor. To, this
1: is why a lot of people, yeah, stayed with their cheating ass partners as well <laughs> because it was. it has got deep for their, no reason. Yeah, because it's just like they just stuck it out. And I'm not saying that's right, and I'm not saying it's wrong, and Mm. I'm not saying that our generation is right or wrong for being disposable, but they're just different. They're just different. I forgot the question. What did you ask me? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was going to go back to is is a degree overrated? overrated? No. Okay. So I'm going to say the degree per se, yeah, it depends what you're trying to do with your life, really. Mm. But I feel like why it's not overrated yeah is because of how much effort you guys have to put in to achieve it
0: yeah and that's that that's
1: why people can't say a degree is nothing or it doesn't matter or it it shows a lot about character Mm. yeah it shows a lot about character if you've chosen something that you're genuinely interested in or want to move forward in and you've stuck it out and you know made a commitment and you've dedicated yourself and you've come out the other side with some really good marks or if not whatever in it but you know you got to the other side and and you did it and I think that's why people can't overrate
0: it because there's too much hard work that goes into it I don't know how to describe it but I don't think that we can take that away from the fact that people that don't go to uni in a sense of like I still feel like that's that's a lot of hard work because you're building up experience like you're literally working from nothing I feel like uni hands you a lot um I know people could could definitely argue with me about this because you are put into uni you've given an assignment and you've got to meet a deadline there's no in between there's no this and this and that that. but I do feel like uni hands you a lot It, it sets you up for certain things and hands you certain skills and this that and the other you've just got to collect them basically Whereas I feel like when you go into the working world, because uni like, sets you up for the working world, if you miss that step, you've then got to figure everything out yourself. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that's what makes me sort of think that uni can be looked at as overrated because it's like you could build everything that you need to build without it. But okay, granted, people that need to go into the medical field and this, that and that other, you, I don't think you probably could do that on an apprenticeship. I don't know. I mean, me personally,
1: I don't feel like I would ever need a degree to do anything. I feel like if I can do something, but it doesn't. The world doesn't work the way that my brain works. Because in my head, I feel like if I can do something, I don't need a piece of paper that can, that tells me that I can do it. Let me show you that I can do it, and you'll see that I can do
0: it. No, yes, I agree with that. But at the same time, I still feel like when I was at uni, I learned a lot of things that again, I didn't know that I didn't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. It was it was nice to know in that in that sense.
1: Some people need to train. Some people have talents, but they just need to de- develop them further. They need to train them. They need to learn. Whereas well, some people get things faster than other people. And some people might have already been learning before. You know, you could have decided just before you went to uni, this is what I'm going to do. Whereas someone else in your class might have said in year three, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to go to uni to do this do you get it so they've been planning for that for the best part of 15 years and you've been planning for it for one so you're gonna be at different stages so you're gonna have to take a different route to that person so yes theoretically theoretically in an ideal world you could do everything that you wanted to do without a degree but this isn't an ideal world and things don't always pan out realistically
0: is. Or theoretically, do you think that's why majority of working class stay working class them? Because if they can't afford to go to uni, they can't afford to be exposed to all of these things. And it's not an ideal world where you don't need uni need to. I'm not saying you need for everything, but we're talking about it in an ideal world. Then. I think.
1: <laughs> no, um, I was gonna say, yeah, no, I do. I do think that that is why it is because it comes down again to mindset, and I don't think consciously, people will be like, "What I say, the working class." I don't feel like the the working class consciously says oh, well, I'm not going to go to uni because I can, I can learn everything I need to learn out here. Da, da, da. I think working-class people don't tend to go to uni because they don't aspire to do much. Do you think so? Yeah, of course I do. That's the first point that I made. Your poor man mentality just breeds poor man mentality. So I remember when I was young... Yeah, and I used to. JD was my favorite shop. I wanted to work in JD when I was older. I <laughs> like, do you get it? Yeah. But I didn't have no one around me telling me, dream bigger, think bigger. Yeah. Like, you want to work at JD? Everyone was like, yeah, you'll work at JD one day. No. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no, no. Hold the front door. Didn't no one say. I mean, no disrespect to anyone that does work at JD. However, a lot of people that work at JD, that is their part time job while they're at uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Doing something else, but yeah. But my point being, yeah, is this... it's,
0: it's the mentality. It's
1: yeah, the mentality. no, hundred and ten
0: percent. Mine was the same with driving. I never thought I'd drive ever.
1: Why?
0: I just never thought I could afford it. Oh, no one ever said to me, no, like save your money, like go work and whatever, and then like you could figure it out. It's a thing you could possibly do. I just figured it out. I was just like, fuck this. I don't know how I did it. I made like five hundred pound a month. And somehow managed to pay this driver like two hundred pound a month. I lived off three hundred, but I did it because I was like, "No, I want that." And, and do you know what the wickedest thing was? I really wanted an O four plate Corsa. Do you know what they look like? The little, the yeah, little digging. I yeah, really yeah. wanted one at my big age of like nineteen. Yeah, I was like, "I'm gonna buy a Corsa." The, they were like a grand two hundred, I think. Yeah, and that would that was my aspiration. <laughs> it's mad because, and I don't even know if you realize that you do this. But when I talk, I'm like, when I get this, when I get that, when I become big, whatever. And then when you lot talk to me, you lot do the same to me as well. You see, when you get big, yeah, yeah. you see when they, you own this, they, like they, 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 oh, the whole, if
1: and you you lot come but. with this energy, yeah, and I'm like, 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 when?
0: And it's like, and it's so sub- like subconscious to you, like that like the way we talk to each other is is mad. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's funny because. Well even the other day I was saying to someone, um, I was like, I don't know how she's gonna do it. I was like I was like, I literally can't tell you that in between now and her being a billionaire, I said, but it she's, go- she's gonna do happen. it.
1: It will happen. My mind- and we're My gonna mind- laugh
0: about it one day.
1: My mindset's too great. It's too
0: great. But I can't I, I can't lie to you. I don't think when we met I would have had that mentality. Who you about about me? And me.
1: No, I guess not. But we were younger then. That was about five years ago. And truth say, five years ago, I probably didn't think that I was that I wouldn't have been a millionaire. I don't know. Like I've always said that I'm destined for greatness, and like I feel this greatness inside me. And I always knew that I was gonna be rich. I used to say that from young. I just always knew. Did you? Yeah, there was something inside of me, and I just thought, no, I'm too great. Like really, I feel gr- like I big burning of greatness inside me and i just one day it's just gonna explode everywhere all over the world everyone's <laughs> gonna get a piece you know yeah. what I mean and it's just gonna be it's gonna be the max show but until then well not even until then but yeah no I thought, oh, I forgot
0: my point what did you say oh I want to be
1: a billionaire out of nowhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no but
0: not like... out of nowhere but okay. I just i like bec- again because you don't have this this is what I want to do, and da, 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 da. but I just look at your your mindset every day, and I am like, we're just gonna get there. Yeah, one it's day gonna happen. we're gonna be sitting there, like sipping strawberry daiquiris, because I know that's what you are gonna make me drink. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. In somewhere stupid, going, oh my god, do you know what I mean? Like I watched a video of Philly, and he kept going to his mum, mum, look outside, and the mum's like, yeah, 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 whatever, because she, she walked into his house many a times and looked at the view, and he's like, mum, no, look, look outside. Look what we're sitting in. Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. has that realization every day, and I, I know we're gonna have that realization, but I just, I, I can't tell you when.
1: No, it's coming. It's coming. By the time I'm forty.
0: <laughs>
1: so I've got sixteen years left. That's perfect. That is a.
0: It takes That's ten years long... to make an overnight success, you know. That's sixteen years. That's a long time. That's so you got extra little years six years just to to mess got... about here, there, yeah, and everywhere. You know
1: what I mean? Play, play. But yeah, no, it's coming one way or another. One way or another. I always this is what I was gonna say to you, this one when, when I got lost. I always knew that I was gonna be rich, but I never knew that I really was gonna be like a millionaire. Yeah. So I don't know, I still don't know if I'll be a millionaire. But I always It's not hard though. What did you say knew. to me
0: today? It takes two hundred
1: and some pounds. Two hundred and uh seventy eight pound a day, but that's not that's to earn a hundred k a year. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so two hundred and seventy eight pound after
0: tax. i will be happy with that still. Owning a hundred k. Listen, yeah. my aspirations in life, were a child, comfy. yeah, was comfy. just to like to be comfortable. Do you know what I mean? That that is literally what I aspire to do, and I I feel like I've achieved way more than that. My next question to you was: You are still in the area that you grew up in. Granted, you moved around. Unfortunately. (laughs) Granted, you moved around, whatever. How did your mentality change? Because your environment didn't. Wow. Well, my environment did change. And I think I learned a lot of
1: the person that I am was, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say, okay, my environment didn't change. But my environment did change in regards to when I was younger. To when I was like a young adult, my environment changed. Even though I still lived in the same area, like my actual household and surroundings changed completely. Um, so that that was one thing that factored my. I want to say like it was my character. It was in me because, like I said, I knew this from young, from early. I was like, this ain't what I want, and when I grow up, everything has to be different, Yeah. And I kept saying that to myself, I kept saying everything has to be different, Yeah. I can't live like this, I can't live like this, my kids won't live like this, imagine being 10, I'm thinking about kids that you don't even have yet, oh, and yeah, just wanting no. better for them, like literally, I'm looking around and thinking my kids will never go through this, my kids yeah. are never, I'm a child myself, like why am I even thinking like that, so I don't think that my mindset, obviously my mindset has changed as I've grown up, and I look at things differently, but there's always been that underlining, I have to do well. I have to do well. I have to do well. Even when I'm messing around in school, there was always that that little piece in me that was like, I know I'm going to be okay. Because yeah. I know that I will make something work because I have to make something Where work. Where did
0: that come from though?
1: But that come from growing up and growing up poor and, and having shitty surroundings and just really not wanting to mimic any of it.
0: Mine, I know, came from meeting other people. Because I know for a fact yeah, that I could easily have just mirrored the life that I had grown up. Easily, of course, I've seen it happen with
1: a lot of like people, close like... family,
0: friends, family. Even I, I know that for a fact, and I already know with certain conversations that I have with certain people that my mindset's different. Do you know what I mean? Because they're looking at me like, why do you think like that? I'm thinking, is that not logical? One person I met, I used to watch the way she moved money. Not in that sense, but just the way she spoke about money, the things that she spoke about. I caught having a conversation one time with someone of just simply about changing bank accounts over and whatever. and Just little things like that would always interest me. I didn't have these conversations at home. Money was a bad thing. Okay, do you know but, what I mean? But yeah, my nan used to tell me as well that money, if you had money, you were greedy because... When I used to say the same how how where where did yours come from? Where did your your mindset change because mine came from asking questions to people, other people?
1: yeah, I guess that's a part of it. I think it's all a part of the way that you think is your character, is it not? so going through life, there are things that are character building, character crushing, character changing, and it's everything that you interact with mm. so where I started off saying about I had a really bad upbringing you know like yeah um then yeah meeting other people seeing what other people had and then realizing that I really didn't have shit because I'm like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right different type of sauce <laughs> moving around again meeting new people talking to new people it comes from anywhere and I think it comes from anything you just have to just have to find it like I said little things like I'd walk past the house and I think that's a really nice house or I'd see a car and I think that's a really nice car and just little things like that like I said like I did explain before my mentality has changed like everyone else is growing up but there's always been this underlining I will do good I have to do good and I have to do better mm. and and I can't tell you what specifically that comes from because it's just everything and anything in life like I've got a really, really good friend who I look up to and if I need help with anything financial, he's the person that I go to because he is so money-minded that he just thinks in the best ways possible. That I, I feel like anyway. Yeah. So I could say him and I could say other people, but it's it's not, it's everything collectively. Yeah. I can't pinpoint it to anything.
0: No, I fully, I fully, fully get that. I feel like I've learned a lot. Like, I discovered YouTube really early as well as a child. Um, I learned there from YouTube just watching uh, like older people, and I was always like, I think the growth rather than the money's always fascinated me. Like, the journey of raw, how do people get for I remember when I heard Tyler Perry's story of man's car while he was living in it got taken away from him. Like, to me, how do you come back from that? Where do you go? Like do you know what I mean? Like the car would get taken, and I would be standing there going, "So what do I do now?" Now he's Tyler Perry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that that fascinated me. And I think through through uh, probably like between eighteen and like even recently, like 23, 24, money was my my drive. Now I'm like my journey is my drive. My because I realized my mindset is what what is going to carry me. Rather than the money, because the money can come, but it can go as quickly. But if the mindset ain't there, then it don't work. Yeah, no, of you know course, I mean? Of course, because
1: that—that's what they say. When you start in, when you enjoy making money more than the actual money, that's when you know you're you're on the right path. Mm. Because, no, one hundred
0: and ten percent.
1: And I see what you're saying about with the with the growth thing, because it's like you said, money does come, money does go, but that's why. Money management is so much more important than making money. That's what I feel like. Anyway, managing your money is so yeah, much more important than
0: making it. Yeah, there's so many people that like, win the lottery and all that, and then they're, they're poor like within the same year.
1: Yeah, or there's so many people that work at uh, nine to five for sixty years and still can't buy a yard. <laughs> Do you get it because you didn't manage your money, and and that's and although we're put in a situation where okay, like it is, we are set up to fail. We actually are because the amount that we earn we don't even we can't even apply to get a mortgage or cuz the the house's price I want not to explain it but I just feel like it's long yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. trying to cut corners and I feel like I'm making it longer <laughs> than I should have just explained the information and the facts that I had in my head in it but you know what I'm talking about in it yeah um when they talk about how much the, the pri- how much the house price is how much you get paid a year they'll only lend you like four times more than what you get paid and the house prices are more than that so how could you even get a mortgage if you wanted to but if you manage your money in the right way i.e investments bonds side hustles this that whatever that is all under money management Then which is all under education yeah but you can learn anything from anywhere we've got the whole you can we've got Every piece of information at our fingertips. We just want to look at what people eat for breakfast instead.
0: Yeah, no. What I was going to say to you is now, I feel like the 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 only issue with Gen Z and having so much available to us is the fact that the system, let's say, is aware that we have so much available. So they're going to try and control that as much as possible. And the algorithm is a massive thing. Do you know what I mean? The algorithm of what we watch on TV to the fact that even, like, I don't know, the fucking adverts that come up when you're on Google. Do you know what I mean? You're you're talking about grapes and next minute you're seeing blue grapes, green grapes, this, that, and the other grapes on a flipping advert and, like, that that educates you. That tells you what you need to learn. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like if you don't have those outside sources, going do you know about this do you know about that you're not gonna know to look for it so yes you're saying everything's at our fingertips but you're not gonna like, know you're not gonna look for something to... that you don't know what to look yeah for, like i get that like 110 percent like my my I was on the phone to my sister the other day she got her ni number and she's like, I'm about to start making that money, da, 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 getting gas. And I said to her, please, I beg, I beg, I beg. Save your money and don't get a car on finance. I said, That's the first thing I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna make sure I text you every day. Don't get a car on finance. That please, I will take up overtime every day if I have to, which means that you don't have to get a car on finance. Because no one told me that. Everyone told me I needed to drive. Yeah. No one told me the ways about it and this, that, and the other. Do you know what I mean? So I'm looking at rah, what? I can pay a car off every month. Why don't I have to put a big right do you know what i mean and i'm thinking well my job ain't going nowhere no one's telling me that i need multiple sources of income because i got a good job remember i got one do you know what i mean i got one job yeah, because the system's never going to
1: tell you a strive to be better no it's, system... it's not
0: but that's what i'm saying The outside your outside sources will do you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah and no yeah, and no, because you could be around people, yeah, some people are so complacent, they could be around people that are, I say, doing better, but <laughs> I, I you yeah, can what quotation marks, um, like they've got more money, or they've got a bigger house, and they've got a, that person who doesn't have all those things that the other family has, or the other people have, don't always necessarily aspire to have it, so... If you had a bigger house than me, just because your house is bigger, I'm not going to go, oh, I, want, I wish I had Jade's house or I really want a house like Jade's because it's bigger. I like my house. So cool, you have a big house and I have my yeah, small no,
0: house. Yeah, no, no, 110%. But if, if you look at something and, and realise, like I said, you don't know what you don't know. So if you then see something and realise, right, that's what I want, then you're going to need to know the ins and outs, the pros and cons of getting what you want. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, although you may drive a Porsche, I don't want a Porsche. I may just want a Polo. But I could also get into debt with getting this Polo. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But you're not in debt with your Porsche. But some people can make the assumption of, rah, like she's probably got like the Porsche on finance. And she's probably in hell of debt just to drive around in this flashy car. But really, I'm scraping together the £150 just to drive this Polo. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... Because it, I'm en- uneducated. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get what yeah, I mean? So it's not yeah. because uh, you want you want that. It's because I'm on an- And nine times out of 10, it is that. I know people that
1: by. Be- I actually saw the guy that owns the shop opposite me. Yeah. And he owns from the first shop all the way to the end. Yeah. He, ho- he owns this whole five and the flats above. I think there's five shops. There might be six. Anyway, he owns all of them and the flats above. Yeah. You wouldn't even believe what I see him driving the other day. Remember when we, we were driving someone, I said, bro. I was like, that's the guy that owes my shop. I was like, because he was a B-top
0: banger. But that's what I'm, I'm thinking. To you. Bro. But I know my money is milled that, that was what my point was. These men are making serious coin. And they're just like, it It, it ain't nothing to them. Like, do you know what I mean? That's why I
1: feel like I've got a millionaire mindset. Because I don't feel the need to or there is no desire in me to impress the people around me with flashy things and that is a big thing for our generation that is a big thing for our generation we's like we need to keep up with the latest designers we have to have the latest cars and the cars that are like you know the big brands audi and bm and mercs and whatever and all this pressure on us to fit in and to be popular and to be cool or whatever it is that these kids call it these days oh, um,
0: you make me, <laughs> me sick sorry why do you sound like a four-year-old woman oh my god oh lord no but you know what i mean it's like
1: it puts a lot of pressure on us and and it it did deter, deter i don't know what the word is but it kind of it distracts you from from what your actual goals are because if i say to myself cool i need to make that 278 pound a day yeah If that means that there's certain things that I can't afford, yeah, I can't buy new clothes and I can't buy a new this and I have to keep my car and I have to best believe I will cut all of them corners and I will get that two, seven, eight a day. And everyone can look at me and be like, well, she's wearing the same beat up Vans that she's been wearing for the last year. But I know I'm
0: laughing. I'm actually laughing. Like I don't don't care. (laughs) So let me go back to my first, first point on the fact that I mentioned about Akala talking to these boys, yeah, and about the system being against them and why they probably won't come out of working class is because the system has now accustomed us to make us believe that we need to look richer than what we actually yeah, are. Yeah,
1: obviously, obviously, obviously.
0: I don't believe that was what it used to be. Some like, I'm open to opinions. I want to hear how the older generation looked at it. Because I feel like, I feel like my, when, I'm, when I hear my mum talking and and like my aunties and the, uh, my mum's friends and that, it was like, it was just little things. Like these like blingy belts, like, do you know what I mean? With that sequins on it and like yeah, little things. Even like... then they
1: were cheap though, they were cheap. But that's that's, what, what, that's what I'm saying,
0: that's what I'm saying. They... It used to be like little things that they would like, like whatever or, I don't know. Now it's like, they they make Gucci look like it's fast fashion. That's a that's a ser- yeah. like that's a serious thing. Yeah. Like if you actually deep that, yeah, and yeah. I'm not even trying to be like uh oh, we don't need Gucci, in a sense of it's been put in our face so much to for us to believe that it's disposable fashion. Disposable fashion is something you can get in Primark. If you yeah. want to put Primark and Gucci on the same level, that's concerning. Yeah. If you think that you should want to. Keep up with the latest trends of something that could cost you five, six, seven hundred pounds for like a belt and a bag. Do you know what I mean? Like it's actually concerning. And that is why I generally believe that a lot of the working class will stay working class because any piece of money that they get, they're going to try and look richer than what they actually are. Okay. And in conclusion for my
1: mindset, that's what that yeah,
0: is. Yeah, no. It's a poor man mentality. 110%. Do you know what's actually funny? Yeah, this is a slight tangent. But I watch um Kofi, I think his name's See something on YouTube, yeah. And he does this thing um of stopping people in the street and asking them what they're wearing. Oh, okay. Um and he will go to places like Mayfair and whatever, and you think, oh, alright, cool, let's hear the brands, let's hear the brands. You're thinking like Vivian Westwood, whatever. 95% of people say thrifted or charity shop. Wow. 95%. It is designer stuff. Sometimes it is designer stuff. Yeah. But they found it in a charity shop. Yeah. Mad. Because I'm like, I want to know what these people rich do. We,
1: rich people will stay rich by not spending their money on stupid shit. Because buying closure is... Okay, having a rich man mentality, to me anyway, or having a millionaire mindset, means not wanting or not idolizing to spend <laughs> um, your money on things that, that is not an asset. It's a liability it's a liability. So even I say a jacket is a liability in a sense of you're gonna have
0: to replace it. Yes. And it devalues.
1: At, it devalues. Exactly. So or if I put a hundred pounds into a coat, yeah. Or if I bought a ten pound coat, it still keep me warm. Okay, it doesn't look as nice, it's not branded. Just keep a ten pound coat. And that other ninety pound I invest in something that's going to give me returns later on in the future like that that's a millionaire mindset no. to, to to choose that over that and to keep doing it keep doing it rather than say next month okay last month i put the 90 pound into investing so this month i can spend 100 pound it's like no do it again
0: yeah do it again do it again 110 percent. i think the most stupidest thing that anyone's ever told me is save my money uh, yeah, and it took yeah, me twenty five yeah. years. Well, not twenty five years, but it took me to get to twenty five to realize that the most stupidest thing anyone ever told me is save my money because it does fuck all. It, it does it, nothing. You it, just sit there and look at it. It devalues. Yeah, and it does it, devalue. It, it
1: devalues. If you put in ten grand in the bank now, and you went back to it in ten years time, it's ten pound.
0: The recession's a bit rough. It's going to be worth ten pound.
1: There you go. There you go. You can't buy fucking nothing with it. Maybe a fish and chips.
0: <laughs> Kind of if that, bro, listen, I went to um, Piccadilly one time and they charged me £7.80 for fish and chips. Wow. £7.80? I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure we paid more than that when
1: we went to
0: Brighton. No. We Where did we go? Brighton. No, we can't have paid any more than that. We can't have paid any more than £5. I've never paid any more than 5 pounds for fish and chips. Really? £7.80. I feel like
1: I've paid that. I feel like there's
0: no more. Really? Is that normal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know. I don't eat fish chips very often. Mm-hmm. Don't even like bad fish. I feel like any.
1: I feel like ten on food. Like can't complain. Ten pound on food.
0: Listen, I used to do two for two when I was younger. I could leave my house with five pound and come back with three. Yeah, I know. And still be fed the yeah, whole day, know, hydrated and all. But there's CCTV everywhere these days.
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> listen,
0: listen. Na I, I like right like, I feel like where did it where did we go wrong? Like AI. It, Technology. That's what it was. Yeah. Technology. I feel and do you know what? Gift and a curse, it It is a gift it's and a curse. Good and bad. It is a gift and a curse. It means that it's taken a lot of people and given a lot of people opportunities that they probably would have never had. And it is amazing to see. Um yeah it is it is a it is amazing to see watching certain people do their thing on t v music whatever um I love listening to a lot of the british rappers' stories and like they come up a lot of them have immigrant parents that had nothing and worked free jobs whatever and just watching them and knowing that YouTube and streams and whatever gave them. What they have today, I think, is brilliant. But at the same time, that is a minority. Do you know what I mean? We we watch TV and think there's hella rappers. There's actually not. On the grand scheme of things, everyone's working a normal job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and we do. We look at when we can. We can sit and name British rappers for days. But on a bigger scale. They're not really getting, He's not really getting paid for it. No, no, no. They are getting paid for it. I mean, they're not because we're like, oh, that like it's given so many people opportunities, and it has. But I don't feel like it's changed majorly. They're still that's still one in ten. Yeah, do you know no, what I mean. Of course, of course, of course. They're still like, if we're looking at like how working class come out of being working class, that is still going to be one in ten. What, to be a rapper or to come out? To just come out in general. I was just using rappers as an Yeah, well, I feel like
1: that's because working class, shit. even what we idolise is off, yeah? And I feel like what we idolise, again, is what we're shown and what we're shown on TV. So we're programmed to idolise different things. Again, like... Let me tell
0: you another thing, right? Sorry to cut you. That was stupid and that you changed my mindset of this is to never take risks with your money. Well, I told so, you to take risks. Without. Yeah. Yeah. You told me, Jade, you are never going to be successful if you don't learn to take risks. Now, we had that conversation a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's always been in the back of my mind. And I don't think I've ever implemented it until this year. I can't lie to you. But every business podcast, finance person, whatever that I listen to and book I read or whatever, they all talk about taking risks. And they all talk about the fact that we have nothing, so why we're not scared to lose nothing. That's something that I don't feel like is implemented from young. Again, I'll go back to the fact that some whoever told me to save my money the most stupidest advice I've ever had. Because as, as quick as it comes is as quick as it will go. You spend however long on your minimum wage saving all this money and then one day your fridge breaks down and that's it, it's gone. You've got to spend £400 on your fridge. I don't know how much fridges are. But you know what I mean? It's because some people, a lot of people can't even survive three months without their job they wouldn't be able to pay their bills. And that's actually what you're supposed to have a saving, is three months' worth of your wages. And it's concerning. Yeah, but again,
1: we, we are... this The system is shitty. I can't believe it all on the system because people's mindsets are shitty and people don't help themselves either. But we're, we're set up to to be like this and not to to not aspire to do more. And to just live like this, this is what they want for us. So every time we do it, we're doing
0: what they want, and we don't even realise it. Do we expect too much living in Britain? Mm. I feel like another thing we live a quite a shallow life in Britain, in a sense of like there are countries where just eating and having roof over your head is calm. There are countries where our poverty is not poverty over there. Yeah. When yeah, I went to Jamaica, yeah, yeah, these yeah. men were looking at me like I was coming with rats. And I thought, listen, you don't even know how much my mum had to save just for us to get here. Never mind eat while we're here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you feel like we expect too much in Britain? We eat out a lot. You cannot dispute that. There is rice at home, but we eat out a lot. Do you know what I mean? That is a luxury. It is, but it's a
1: it's a luxury that we have and we can't be i I don't know in it it, 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 it's no but it's like first world problems in it like we're gonna Mm. have them and just because we have them and we're in a first world doesn't mean we can't complain about them so if i say for example it's late right now and you want me to walk walk shop and i say jade like i'm scared to walk to the shop and you go oh well there's people in syria getting bombed i'm like (laughs) Okay, but I'm still scared to to (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I understand that other people have their problems and um but I'm still allowed mine, even though I'm from a first world country. I'm not saying that mine are more or less than anyone else's, but mine are still very real and they're very real to me. So I'm I'm sorry that I wasn't born somewhere else and that I don't experience what other people experience and that this is my version of hell. But it is what it is and what can I do about that? No. What can anyone do about it? It's true. So I feel like, yeah, maybe we do expect too much, but look at the the situation and circumstance we're around. We're going to want what we want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know any different. I don't know. I always do. When something happens, like I lose something, a jacket breaks or... Something like that. I'm like, I'm really sorry to moan about this because this is first world problems. Because I am very aware of the fact that I should not be moaning about the fact that my fucking eighty pound coat or whatever has broken the zip. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I'm I'm very conscious
1: of those things as well, but I still feel like you're allowed to say be privileged and have a problem. Yeah, I guess everyone like, I mean, like everyone's you're... problem
0: is still a problem
1: yeah and it depends on how how much it affects you like for example okay it would be ridiculous but if the fact that that you broke that 80 pound coat made you cry yeah which i think would be ridiculous but if it made you sit there and cry who (laughs) am i to tell you that that's wrong if that is how you feel over that coat who the hell am I to say? Oh, I can't say I'd have the there. same energy for you. But, no, but no, but I I do get it's ridiculous. But if that's how you feel about it, that's how you feel about it. And you can't tell someone that what they feel is wrong because sometimes we can't help the way that they feel. That's why people suffer with anxiety and different mental health disorders mm. because we genuinely cannot control what's going on inside of us so if you did break down and cry over your coat (laughs) yes i might think you're a bit mentally disturbed yeah because that to me would be the only logical explanation for you to cry over this coat that ain't that deep but in your head that is so that's deep to in your head yeah yeah like that is the worst thing that could have ever happened in your head who the hell am i to tell you that you can't feel like that over your coat if that's how you feel it is what it is yeah. I'd think you're ridiculous. But <laughs> I, 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 I could not tell you that what you're feeling is wrong,
0: yeah no i I fully I fully fully get that. What are you gonna teach your kids about money? Oh about class. oh wow,
1: okay, so from the gets, you're gonna learn about mortgages what to do with your money, how to invest your money, what liabilities are, what assets are, credit cards, good and bad credit, everything. Like, literally everything that schools didn't teach us, my kids are learning, and they're learning it from <laughs> young. I'm telling you, you're going to learn what a limited company is, you're going to learn what it means to be a sole trader, you're going to learn how to do Oh, my God, I still don't, taxes. don't even know
0: what half yeah, of these things all are. Of, all of
1: these is what my kids will be learning in
0: regards to finance, I feel like. I don't want money to be their drive. I do say this in a sense of, I feel like I'm going to be in a position to be able to give my kids every necessity that they need. So they're never going to have to feel like, I can't live like this. Yeah. I'm cold, I'm hungry and whatever. Like, I feel like I should be able to validate beating my my youth if they ever try to tell me they're cold or they're hungry because you would never be that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... And I say beating in the sense of that is how extreme it would be. Like, you actually cannot ever moan about it. Yeah. So I feel like I would want... I would want my kids to to find a purpose and run with that. Because I I do feel... I do generally believe that when you love something and when you work at it correctly, the money comes. Well, I said, like, I want to get
1: into social work, but... That that to me is gonna be my vocation. So that's what I'm gonna go into when I feel like okay, I've made my money, I've done what I need to do. Now I'm gonna go do what I love. Yeah. Because right now I don't do what I love. I do what I feel like I have to do. Yeah. To to start my money. Majority and put my money of people away. do that. Exactly. So I've always had it in my head that when I hit, when I hit to forty and in my brain that's when I retire. Like I don't really need the money anymore to go. I'm gonna do what I want. So, but it would be nice to to be able to do what you want and what you enjoy doing from the get-go and if if you're in a position where you can give more opportunities to your child you're putting them in a better position for the future like I've always said my child will go to a different extra curriculum every single day and anyone might look at that and say well that's a bit harsh making a child bit be- do a bit too much. No, I, don't, I, feel like it. I don't care. On on Monday you're going football, Tuesday you're going swimming. Wednesday you're playing netball. Thursday you're in pottery class. Friday,
0: like do you know what every day something
1: different? And then when you grow up and you say, Do you know what mum? I actually really want to do this. Like I'm really, really enjoying this. Or you know, like, mum, I don't like football anymore. Once you're at that age where you can tell me what you actually like and what you actually don't like, yeah. then I'm going to listen to you. So if you start saying, mum, I don't really like football, but I'm really into the pottery, can you know, I'd find more things like that. So cool, like making things. So I'll put you in a pottery class, I'll put you in a joinery class, and I'll put you in a, do you know what I mean, Construc- yeah. construction class.
0: Do you know what? I think despite the skills that they will learn... Doing that, I feel like there were many outer skills that they will learn, discipline or whatever. When you do something like football, you have to train your body, you have to look after your body and whatever. And there's a, a mentality to that. And I think going back to the fact that working class children, often to go into these things, you have to have money.
1: Yeah, and I used to
0: beg to go to gymnastics. Yeah, I do you know what? Be-
1: and do you know what? I was actually really good. I was really good. I used to beg, but same way we couldn't
0: afford it. Yeah. So I never went. It, it it's, it's mad because like, I only realised that I had those little things as luxuries when I met other people that didn't have them at all. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember I met a girl in school and I said something about me and my cousin going to Fort Park for the weekend. She's like, I've never been and I'm I'm looking at her at 14 like you've never been to Fort Park. Like what? But then I'm thinking, rah, like I'd never been on a plane prior to that. Yeah. Whereas other people were like, oh my god I go to Tenerife every summer. Yeah, like, do you know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. that's their norm. Yeah. Like I strayed away from where I was going with my original point. But um the matter of the fact is is that they're gonna learn so many different things within in those classes. They're, they're gonna meet so many different people as well that are gonna shape them as people. And you're a big person on going somewhere just to say that you've been there and just oh, so you've yeah, got an just so you can have the experience. But I do i am slowly understanding why you say this. In a sense, if you could walk into a room to a place that and the actual event could be pants, but you could meet someone that changes your life there. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like the guy that made M D V all his brethren's own brands. One owns Gymshark, one owns um another fitness brand, another one owns like a food supplement brand or whatever. So that's not gonna be a coincidence. He's obviously met these people at He met them in school.
1: Oh, did he? He met them in
0: school, yeah. So I'm I actually listened to a podcast where he was being interviewed and someone said, is this a coincidence? Like, How can all of you come from this one school and all of you end up being in this business? And he was like, it just happened. He went, it happened. But because we all had the same mindset, we all knew where one of them fell, another one could pick you up sort of thing and whatever. And I feel like as your children, my children, whatever, we'll go into these different curriculums and these extra activities and we'll meet these people who have parents with certain mindsets and will then it will then rub off on whatever. Everything a child has is taught. Yeah, no, of course. Aggression. Of course. Emotion. Whatever. Like, do you know what I mean? The love, the care, the nurturing. There people I meet and I think, why are you like this? I meet their parents and I think, like, oh my God, that makes so much sense.
1: <laughs> do you know what I mean?
0: That makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, I have a friend that, like, constantly, whenever she went to the shop or she used to have snacks in her bag or whatever and go, do you want this? Do you want some? Whatever. And then I met her mum and she was the mum was like feeding us every like half an hour, I felt like. And I was like, oh my god, this is why like you're constantly like, oh, do you want some? Like she couldn't eat without you eating. Yeah. And it was just such a something something so simple, but it's a good trait to have. Do you know what I mean? And when you when you think about all these, these good traits and something so little in a sense of saving your money, I think could be the stem of your child becoming a billionaire and then not. Because yeah. they meet a friend, they hear a conversation, they have a conversation. And it's, like, those simple little things could literally, like, change the life.
1: Leads to anywhere. Of, of right, Networking a, is so important. It really is.
0: hundred. And going out there and... Even
1: if you meet people that you don't necessarily agree with, they still give you a different perspective. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, so I, I don't need to expand on that anymore. You understand what I mean? Um... That yes, that someone could change the way that you think, even if you don't agree with with the thing that they're necessarily trying to tell you, and I th- I think that's that's crazy to fathom,
0: because I like that though, because then I like to dive into why do you think like that, where do you get that from, where's that logic come from, yeah, do you know, no, know what I mean? Because that clearly makes sense course. in their head, but
1: then when when you come to um, like um, I'm trying to think of what I'm gonna say, um problem solving for example if you're if you have that conversation you throw it out the window and you're in a complete new different situation when you're speaking with this new person or whatever the new situation is that arises you can use the the information that you heard from the last person, even if you thought it was absolute pants and use it to some sort of logic in this sentence, to in this situation, situation, to be like, okay, if that person thought like that, then maybe this is going to go this way or that person is going to go that way because that person would have done this. And even though that's something that would never have crossed your mind, but because you've had that conversation now, you look at different situations in a different in a different way.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 100, 110%. I had something else, but I got lost in. Do you have any final question?
1: Um, I was gonna say something off the back of what you said earlier, but I can't actually remember what it was.
0: Now we got we drifted from. <laughs> Another clue. Um, I feel like we drifted, but I feel like we came back to each point. Yeah, at some point. Well, we tend to do that. <laughs> um, well, that's a good conclusion. That's a uni, uni, skill guys, always coming back to your your question. There you go. Always <laughs> dressing the question. There we are. Skill at learning uni it wasn't worth nine grand, but it's a skill of learning uni. So, <laughs> is a degree underrated? <laughs> um, my final question that I ask everybody at the end of every podcast namely, three people that entertain, educate, inspire, and feed your soul. And why? And it's, it, it can be, um, people that you know, people that you don't know, people that are dead, people that are alive. I don't
1: like this question. It's too deep. I just like scratching at the surface. Why does
0: everyone say this?
1: <laughs> I don't want to say that there is not people out there that don't do all of those things because 100% there is. I actually feel like I, I tackle and handle most days by myself, I mean, even she, though I don't. She yeah. always makes this about her. This is not about you today. It is. <laughs> okay, who inspires me? Me. Me.
0: Who educates <laughs> me? Me. <laughs> who was the other one? entertain and feed yourself i feel my damn own soul how about that one who do who do you all right fine who do you who do who's your go-to for like watching something or like listening to a podcast or like reading a book or like what's something that that my go-to
1: watching a book chucking online
0: yeah, or, it has to. be Yeah, it has
1: to be. And then after that, it's no behaviour, mugs and loons. Oh These God, let yeah. entertain me. Okay, oh, all constant. right. Yeah, they, they. they you do you know what they I do? All them. four. Yeah, they do yeah, all four. Yeah, yeah. One
0: day I'm gonna put it out here. One day we're gonna be sitting on the sofa. With Chucky, with Poet, I want to have a conversation with them. I need to. And Chucky Savage and Dan, people.
1: yeah, 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 hundred and ten percent, yeah. All right, cool. They're my people. I've then said it. I to <laughs> say Chucky, Poet, Savage Dan, yeah, just on them three, yeah, because they do the half cast and then no behavior. Shout out no behavior. I went to the live show. Oh my! God. <laughs> it was going off. It was going off. It was going off. So yeah. All right,
0: all right. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. I feel like they. They definitely. Do all four. yeah. I feel like we we're, we're gonna have that. I'm hold, I'm holding that,
1: and and. You know, um, Gasworks, that ain't Gasworks anymore, is the Al Hannah Poet Show. So that used to be one of my, Gasworks used to be one of my favourites, but then they made the Al Hannah Poet Show that is Gasworks, so it's not called Gas, Gasworks for legal reasons. <laughs> yeah. And um, they had Marks and Loons go on it, so it was like, oh, everyone. <laughs> Everyone's I love, here! <laughs> I love it, I love it. I was like, we just need Chucky. <laughs> we just need Chucky and a bit of Dan, and that would have been perfect. But mind you, Dan has been on No Behaviour.
0: But it was just Dan, there weren't no no chucky. All right, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you were entertained, educated, inspired, and it fed your soul. Uh, Make sure you check us out on Spotify, on any podcast platform that Android supports. I don't know, I'm not an Android gal. Um, We are an Apple podcast, but I haven't figured out how to actually make it work yet. So we're getting there, we're getting there. It's getting a bit techie. It's just hard to know why, you know. Uh, make sure you follow me on instagram at jade aisha and i will see you guys next week bye guys bye